Hello and welcome to JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is the week six recap. I'm Lucas. I'm Justin. We will review our thoughts for week six that is in the books. All right, so moving on with the first game. Uh, it's going to be the Thursday night game. It'll be the Broncos Chiefs. What do you got? Notes on this one or thoughts on this one? Um, turned out where I thought it was, but the biggest takeaway is Russell Wilson is not the old Russell Wilson anymore. He cannot get anything going. Their line cannot protect him. He there was just no offense to that team. Like they didn't even show up thinking that they were going to lose that game. <laughs> Uh, he only had a total of 95 yards throwing, two interceptions. He had a couple of runs, um, and the Chiefs just did their thing. They, the reason why they're Super Bowl champions, Mahomes did all right, 306 yards touchdown. Kelsey performed very well, like he always does. Rookie came in pretty big for them as well. And I think he'll just keep growing and growing as a good wide receiver for Mahomes. Yeah, it's nice to see um, him step in and, you know, become kind of an impact player for Mahomes. I I do agree with the Wilson um, statement that you had there. He does not look like the old Russell Wilson. Uh, he hasn't. He didn't last year either. He just doesn't seem like he has the arm to make the throws that he used to. He can have a, a big game here and there, but it's so inconsistent and tough. I just, you got to wonder how long until the team just gives up on this season, and it, it's got to be soon, you would think. It's already week six here, so a couple more weeks, and they got to be trading players away. Yeah, well, they're releasing players left and right, so when's the next thing are they going to do? The bright spot, in my opinion, even though there wasn't much offense going on in this, Broncos' offense was McLaughlin. I think this kid could be special um, if they can get their offense actually going. He's a dual threat, both, and he has upside that could be very welcome to this offense if they can get it going. Yeah, I agree on that. I think, wasn't there, was there an injury for Williams again? I thought he did again, yeah. I can't remember, but uh, with, it doesn't look like there was. Uh, anyways, that combination between those two, you got Williams is kind of more of the, you know, north-south runner where he just through the line. Uh, I'm just going to kind of run people over. He's not going to make a whole bunch of moves. Ed and McLaughlin there, like you said, dual threat. Ed's as the option is just, for whatever reason, not working out with Wilson. Um, seeing him, I guess, on the passes and stuff. He had a couple catches. He had three or four targets. but Yeah, he... Just doesn't seem very in rhythm with anyone on their team right now. Speaking of Wilson, but 
I don't know. It just, when do you move on is yeah. the question. I know they're paying them a lot of money. I think that's why they have to stick with them. They gave up a lot to get them. Just curious to see when they will actually move on. Um, don't have much to say on the Chiefs. They're just playing Chiefs ball, dominating, playing their game. Uh, and the Broncos just didn't show up this week like they haven't all year. Yeah. I, I think uh, one last point just going to make here for Mahomes. Uh, he did have the interception. Uh, he had a yep. couple others that probably could have been interceptions. It's kind of a, a thing. You, you see it. With every quarterback, uh, you know, the interceptions that could happen. Uh, I don't think this team has anything to worry about. They're going to, the Chiefs are, are a great team. I did, I do think that they took a few steps back just from the Super Bowl last year as far as for how they're playing right now. But throughout the season, I expect that to come back and, and they're going to be, you know, right up there in Super Bowl favorites again. Yeah. I, but just to go back to what you said, they lost so many weapons, and it seems like they're still trying to feel each other out and get going. And I think that's where a lot of these mistakes from Mahomes are coming from, because he wants to see where he can trust these people and put them in situations where he thinks that they're going to have to try to succeed if they want to get to that Super Bowl contender again, which I'm sure they will, but I'm guessing that's where those you know, passes that should not be thrown are coming in because he doesn't have those people that he did last year or the year before right. other than Kelsey. So. Yeah, it's a lot of, I mean, you you got new faces, you get learning, and that will progress throughout the season go, as the season goes here, and there won't be any worries once we get to the playoffs, I doubt. So should be all, all good for them. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, so we'll move on. We got the Ravens Titans. That was a good game. It was. Hey, uh, uh, my first note. Sorry to cut you off, no, but I want to get it out of the way. Uh, there was a pass that Tannehill threw, and I can't remember who. It was. I think it was to Denard Hopkins, and he threw it into triple coverage, and the. T- D-back came running, jumped up, and while he was jumping, D-hop came and ran into him to get the pass interference call on him. And I'm thinking, how can you consider that pass interference on the defense (laughs) when the wide receiver is the one initiating the contact with the defensive player? Like, it makes no sense to me. I hate it. I don't like it. I get it. But when the wide receiver is doing the work to control what's happening, it shouldn't be a pass interference. Yeah, and I think that is, you know, a big issue with the the way that they do penalties now for the defense. It it limits what the defense can do so badly and promotes that on the offensive side. Because they'll get a flag. It's, right. It kills the game, man. Like, the pass interferences have came so high this year, and it literally takes me out of certain games because it's like, oh, there's another flag. Oh, two more plays. Another flag. It's like you're killing everything. All the momentum the defense have had 
or vice versa. If it's pass interference on the offense, offense pass interference, you're killing all that. So it's like you guys are killing the game. I think the only real way to combat that is going to be change how the penalty is, is assessed, uh, where it's no longer at the point of contact. It would just be like a five-yard penalty or whatever, 10-yard penalty. So, I, like, I college football? Right. I still think, you know, those penalties, they're going to happen just because of their changes for the offensive style and safety is their is their, you know, concern, but right. you know, it's just, it gets, it gets frustrating. Like you said, um, another point on this game, it's a, the Titans uh, are going to be without Tannehill now, probably for a little while. Uh, yeah, that was a back injury, wasn't it? Yeah, it was either back or ankle. I can't remember. Um, let's see. Ankle I can't remember injury. if it was him or Okay. No, it was him or Garoppolo that got the back injury. Yeah. I can't remember which one it was. Garoppolo had the back injury, yeah. So with him out, it allowed Willis to come in. He didn't look great. Um, statistically, 4 for 5 for 74 yards. That looks good. That was mainly on one play. But I'm curious to see what happens if, you know, he gets first team reps for a, little, a few weeks. What'll happen? You never want to see an injury, but all the you know, all the best to Tannehill recovery and, and everything. I just I think the Titans need to move on from him anyways. Maybe this kind of gives that option. Yeah, and, and then you'll get Levis, you know, in that second team reps as well. Right. You know, they got him, which a lot of people thought he was going to go in the first round, drop out really low. Yeah, when Willis came in, I got really excited for him because I liked him. He, I thought he played well for being a rookie last year for the weapons he did have. Um, this game, I felt bad for him because his line couldn't block worth anything. And, yeah, I just felt really bad. Me and Aaron were talking about it, and he's like, that's a rookie, isn't it? I'm like, no, that's not the rookie. That's the second-year player. He's like, this team can't block. I'm like, no, you're right. Their no. offense really isn't blocking anything. But blocked enough for Henry to do well this game. Kept him in the game. Uh, just wasn't enough. This team just didn't have enough firepower to hold out till the end to pull out the win. But, uh, yeah, excited to see where that goes with Willis or Levis, depends on how Willis does. Get the young blood in there. Yeah, I think I'm the same way with Tannehill. I think they should move on, but I'm not a GM, so. <laughs> I think uh, Levis is probably the better option. I just, I don't know if he's quite ready to step in. Uh, Willis did play a little bit last year. It'll be interesting to see. I. I think the future is probably going to be with Levis, but this will I kind agree. Of I was him. hoping the Vikings would have got him, but right. I remember talking <laughs> about him in the draft and whatnot. Yeah, I can't believe he dropped that far. Uh, Todd Spears, yeah. he was the one that had all the yards for Willis. Yeah, 
that one reception, man, did he look good. And I was like, why is he not starting over Henry? He should be starting over Henry. I'm like, no, you're wrong, Aaron. He's <laughs> <laughs> an explosive I'm back, though. I'm, I'm leaning more towards Aaron's side on that one, actually. <laughs> I uh, I enjoy, the, if you're going to have a running back, I enjoy the style of running back that can be out there catching passes, that, you know, can carry the ball from behind the line of scrimmage as well, but not very much because I'd rather not run ever. Yeah, I get you. That's kind of what the that's what the NFL wants anyway. So yeah, he's fun to watch. Uh, Derrick Henry, he did have a game, like you said. That was good to see him. He's always one of those you know power backs that you enjoy watching too. But I just love him because he can do both. He can juke someone's feet off, or he's gonna plow you over and knock you out. So and he's got the speed too. <laughs> he's, he's so fast. Kind of the AP style, but yep. Speaking yeah. of AP, I seen him on Dancing with the Stars just Did yesterday, you? I think it was. During the football <laughs> game, they were showing, like, a thing, and AP was on there. I'm like, wait, is this, like, new? I don't remember him being on it. But, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Lamar did Lamar things. Um, Led the team in rushing again. That's about it. Their offense really didn't do much. Aguilar had a nice run that was – in the game that impacted, I forgot he was even on there until that play. He hasn't done. And there was one play of Odell Beckham when he caught it for the 32-yarder. I forgot how much speed that kid has. And he's getting up there. He's still yeah. fast. It's tough, though, because he's always injury-prone lately. Yeah. yeah. Quite a few years. It's been, it's been tough to watch him because... You never know if he's going to leave with a knee or an ankle or a hamstring. But yeah, the, the Ravens get the win here. Um, that's what matters for it, I guess. But I don't. I'm not, neither team really super impressed me. It's just it was nice to see Willis get in there and you know not play terrible. You no, know, just had a lot of pressure on him, and I think that affected what it looked like wasn't very good because there was times where you get a lot of pressure and you just stop moving and then try to throw it and then he'd get sacked. And a lot, even the announcers were bringing that up. Like you can't be stopping in this situation, this and that, but when you don't get very many reps, that's what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. And it's tough because like you said, not many reps, just practice team reps. You don't get much else. So, I don't got much else for there. All right, and on to the next one, then. We got the Panthers-Dolphins game. So the Dolphins are good? They are. This game, it was nice to see Thielen, you know, he's consistently, the past few weeks here now, he's been putting up some pretty big numbers. It's nice to see him there for the young quarterback, with the young um, it kind of a nice safety blanket, I, w- I would think, for him to to rely on. Yeah, he is a very good safety blanket. He was even Kirk Cousins when he was with the Vikings. I wish he was on the Vikings because our wide receivers cannot catch a ball. Um, 
Yeah, he made Bryce Young look pretty good for this game, even though they got smoked, which everyone was expecting. Dolphins' offense is so explosive. Yeah, it's tough to keep up to them. It just, you know they're going to make a deep run into the playoffs. They have so many weapons. I'm curious to see when, oh, man, who did they just sign? It was a wide receiver. I had it in my head, too. The Dolphins? Yeah, they had an, They got another wide receiver. I can't remember who it is now. But <laughs> I haven't seen it, I guess. Yeah, they're good. Mozart stepped in right where he was before. 115 yards, two touchdowns. Tua, three touchdowns, no interceptions. There's so much you can talk about that team. They're just good. Their defense yeah. played well. They started slow, but they made up for it in the second quarter, dropping 21 points. Like, <laughs> you can't, if you're the other team, you can't take your foot off the pedal against this team. You're going to have to score 30, 40 points to beat this team. So, Yeah, the Panthers were up quite early. Um and it, I mean, in the first quarter there, you don't expect that. But when I saw that, I was kind of kind of shocked. But the the game came back to reality. The Dolphins are by far the better team. It it's just it's tough when you don't have a whole lot of you know big name players or, or even you know super reliable players. To do much. Uh, I did see that uh, there was rumors of was it Jerry Judy? There yeah, interest from sure. Panthers. We'll we'll, no. we'll see what happens there. I think it was Jerry well, Judy. Or get, it was Sutton, one of the two. They did get Chase Claypool. That was the guy that I was thinking oh, of. Yeah, they traded uh, for him. That was a yeah. That'll be interesting to see what happens there because I mean he. Wasn't terrible. No. Since he's been at the Bears, he hasn't done much. Been injured quite a bit too. Like I think it's more contract too. right now than anything. Because yeah. he does want to play for him, which is why he got traded. Right. Because him, Waddle, and Hill, that could be a scary tri- trio right there. Yeah, it could be. There's, there's going to be so many targets. It's making this offense even better. And, um, going back, yeah, Terry Kill still completely unguardable. Can do what he wants <laughs> whenever he gets the ball. Uh, Mostert, that run game is just ridiculous. It's a fun offense to watch. Very explosive. Yeah, I'm curious to see when they play a really good defense outside of the Bills on what they're going to be able to do. Yeah, well, they play the Eagles this coming week, don't yep. they? Yep. Not the Eagles have <laughs> a really good defense. They got a, they got a decent defense, but they are exploitable as well. And oddly enough, this Dolphins team has the speed that is what exploits that defense. So it should be a good game. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. That's all I have on this game. All right, so we'll move on then. We got the Saints-Texans game. Uh, this so, one, 
So go ahead. No, I was going to say, so you go ahead. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> okay. uh, so Stroud finally had his first interception. Uh, you know, week six here, it's well, week seven. It, uh, no, week six, yeah. Yeah, six. I can't count. I need all my fingers <laughs> up. Uh, week Hard six. to count that high. <laughs> it is. So many numbers. It's pretty good. He had many consecutive attempts before the the interception. So he had a good run there. I uh, got his first interception. Definitely not going to be his last. It'll be it'll be fun to see you know how he progresses. He he came back from that pretty good, at least in my opinion. And oh, yeah. they they got the win here over a Saints team that isn't terrible. No, I thought I I picked the Texans to win, but I honestly thought the Saints would have done a little more. Uh, doing this podcast, it's opening my eyes to watch these players way different than I normally would. C.J. Stroud, like I've said for the last five weeks, out of college, I didn't like the guy, not whatsoever. And the more you look into it, look at the replays when you can't watch the game, see how he's playing with the weapons that he has, it opens your eyes to see the talent that this kid has. He has a very high ceiling, and it's definitely making me a fan of him more than I was ever expecting him out of it because I could not stand watching him in college at Ohio State. And now I'm excited to see the Texans highlights and stuff if it's not primetime games to see how he does. And it's so eye-opening. And I need to start looking at that through everyone else, too, instead of just not liking them due to where they went to college or stuff like that. Um, Dalton Schultz, what a big pickup, man. He is coming out, helping this rookie out so much. And you can see the confidence brewing between him and the little offensive weapons that he even has. Now that Bell didn't play this game, he had to rely on him and Collins, and he did it and got his team back to 500. And there's a very high ceiling for this kid, and I'm liking it. Yeah, it's exciting to see. Uh, I do. I didn't think either of the first two quarterbacks in the draft were were going to be great. I thought both of them needed a little bit of work, but honestly, they're both kind of fun to watch. Uh, Stroud, in my opinion, is a little bit more ready, uh, but he does have quite a few higher picks on his team and maybe a little bit better roster all around. So it is It's fun to see. Uh, I think, like you said, Dalton Schultz, he is a good tight end. My biggest issue with him is the drops that he has in – you know, big moments. And right. it, it hasn't been terrible. He, he's got a few that he should have caught, but it, it hasn't been terrible. So if he can keep that trend, this will help Stroud for sure. Uh, Nico Collins and 
I think Dell, when he gets back, I think they've, they've both been pretty good weapons as well. Uh, Robert Woods, he hasn't done much, but I see he has a touchdown. I don't really remember that touchdown play, but you got to expect that he would, you know, contribute a little bit more. Yeah, he did when he was with the Rams, so when they picked him up, I thought that would have been good for Stroud, but he really hasn't done much this year. Which, with these team offenses, I honestly am shocked that the defense didn't show out more with their car playing and a young CJ Stroud was thinking more sacks coming, more interceptions. Yeah, it was one and one on each side, but I was expecting more pressure, more fumbles, and just more of a defensive battle when it came to that kind of stuff. But from what I've seen, I didn't see a lot of that, which kind of shocked me. Yeah, it's kind of a strange game, too, because like if you look at the total yards, and the Saints have three uh, 430, where Texans almost have 300. You Looking at just the stat line all the way down, you would think that the Saints won. <laughs> it's yeah. Just, it, it worked out. They got another win, 3-3, three and three, uh, both teams. I expected a little bit better record out of the Saints than they have, um, but the, the Texans have definitely surprised me. Yeah, I was expecting the Saints to be a little better this year as well, especially now that Kamara's back as well. Um, they have so much weapons. Olavi, uh, Rashid Shahid, very talented all over the place. He can do catching, running. He can play anywhere. Kind of multi-verse with him. Tyson Hill, he can play literally anywhere. Put him running back. Quarterback, it don't matter. He's going to play. Right. And then you have Michael Thomas. <laughs> like, this team has so much weapons, and they're just not using it to their advantage, in my opinion. Yeah, they're not scoring, you know, touchdowns consistently. They got one touchdown the rest of what field goals looks like. Yeah. So if they're not um, getting the touchdowns, it's going to be tough. It's... But the the team's got a lot of weapons. I I, I think uh, if Carr can get dialed in, and maybe he was the issue in the Raiders, but who knows? <laughs> he, he's always just kind of been a consistent. You know, he'd he'd have his touchdown, a couple of touchdowns, interception every game. But he likes to take risks, and that's what he did when he was with the Raiders. So. Yeah, I think, I think the Saints defense is probably better than the Raiders ever has been recently. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On on the other side, though, they're, they're just not scoring the points. Nope. they got to fix that if they're going to turn the season around. Well, like that. Same here. So we'll go ahead and move on. Then we got the Commanders and Falcons. Game didn't go how I expected it to. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm going to be a broken record every single time I talk about the Falcons. Ritter needs to go. 
like, no matter which way we look at it, no matter how the team loves him, whatever the reason why they're keeping him in there just doesn't make sense to me. I don't see it. I don't think I ever will. Um, but on the good side, Howell looked good. Three touchdowns. Didn't have a lot of yards. Didn't need it. Um, yeah, just I was expecting the Commanders to win, but I was expecting a little more out of Robinson, like I've talked about every week. Kid's a freak. I can't, I can't say enough about that kid. Just unreal. And McLaurin, <laughs> he is so good. And with a rookie quarter, well, not really rookie, but a starting quarterback finally, I say rookie because he barely played last year. Right. You need a wide receiver like him to help you out. And Curtis Samuel's finally showing up. Other than that, no one else played at all. This whole team, just both sides, no one showed up. Drake London finally showed up on their side. But other than that, it wasn't a very exciting juggernaut that I was expecting. No, I I kind of expected that the Falcons would move back and get into the run game a little more, uh, especially, I mean, they were up in the first quarter and it, they didn't really do much for running. Uh, Ritter did have his second 300-yard game in a row. However, I agree. I don't think he is very good. I, I think that's probably going to have to get addressed here this season or off season somehow. Uh, the team is three and three. There's a lot of teams that are three and three right now. Um, but I, I would really like to see Robinson included more in the run game. And, you know, even get him more included in the pass game. Just feed him the ball. Cause the, the offense gonna, is going to run through him, in my opinion. At least. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice to see London getting included. It's nice to see Pitts finally getting, you know, he got a touchdown. Didn't have super productive day, but it was, he at least got a touchdown. Uh, the, the target that he is, you would think that would be a common thing for him. Just the amount of space that he can cover. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I think it's the quarterback. I do, but I guess we'll see what happens. On the other side, like you said, Sam Howell, I I go back and forth on this this kid. He can come out and throw three interceptions one game and just look terrible. He can come out a game, throw three touchdowns and 150 yards, you know, and do what he needed to do. And I don't know about this guy. I go back and forth on him, like, every week, it feels. Yeah. I don't know. If, if we get the run game going there, I think that would definitely help him. Again, I'm not a big fan of the run game, but at least get something going with easy completions then that are short, like screen passes of some sort, or just, just quick throws to get him going and get that offense moving some, I think would help him. Yeah, you got to get him confidence. 
and that's any quarterback, even veterans. You got to get him confident in the throwing to what he's doing, get him warmed up a little bit, get him going. Especially against a defense like the Falcons, I know they are three and three. I get it; they're losing, but there is so much talent on this defense. Five sacks this game, and there are so many good players on this team that their offense really needs to step up their game so their defense can actually play the way that they have the potential to play. You're talking the Falcons defense? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they – the offense could play better, you know, to keep the defense off the field so much too, that would help. (laughs) Yes. Tough. That, that I'm team. not too big on the Commanders' defense. I don't think they're very good, which is why I'm shocked they are three and three. But they have so many weapons on offense that that's why I always think they're going to win the games that I think they are because they have so much talent that their offense should be able to outperform the teams they're playing because their defense isn't very good. Yeah, the Commanders' defense, the up front. It's pretty good, which which does make it tough on quarterbacks and running game in general. And that too, I think, if they did the you know the shorter passes, the screen plays, and, and stuff to get that thrown off a little bit, right? Um, just any team against them, it makes sense. And the Falcons didn't really take advantage of that either. Um, you know, Robinson only had five catches. Not sure how many targets he actually had, but it eight. I feel like it was eight. I was gonna say I feel like it was seven, but the it's tough to run against that team, and that's when you got to transition to the shorter passes and you know quick dump offs to the running backs and get the defense on its heels, and they didn't do that. Yeah, got to spread it out. Right. Yep. That's all I got. All right, uh, that's all I got to. So we can move on. We got the Colts Jaguars game. This one, Minch, <laughs> we uh, discussed about how he is. You know, typically a pretty good game manager, usually pretty consistent. Uh, he had three interceptions. He yeah, does it. I kind of figured that was going to happen once we said it. <laughs> yeah, I was just kind of chuckling because of. You know, the, the discussion about him, he generally is pretty good with the ball. Um, he does, you know, get interceptions against him, but generally he's pretty good about it. And it, it's tough to come back from if you have a quarterback that throws three interceptions, especially, you know, the Jaguars' offense has a lot of weapons. Uh, EPN... He made a pretty big statement, in my opinion, on some of the plays that he made. And that offense, I still believe, runs through him. And I think Trevor Lawrence is a pretty good quarterback. And that offense is going to be pretty good. They didn't, you know, put up a whole lot of yards this game, but they didn't need to. No, uh, no, ETN's their offense. If he's not going, this team isn't going. 
and they proved it in their losses because the losses they had, ETN didn't do anything. Uh, this defense, though, this defense can play. Uh, and I think that's what's going to separate them going further down is if the, their offense keeps going, that defense is going to be that much better. Talk about every week. I am very excited for this offense every week. Once they got Ridley, my ceiling for these guys just went so much higher. And I have a gut feeling I'll be talking about that a lot throughout this year. Uh, just like you, I love Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be an absolute phenom once he gets used to playing with all these guys more and more. Yeah. And like you said, Minshew didn't play the normal game that I was expecting. Uh, he's usually a controller of the game, but this one with that defense clearly cannot do it. Uh, Taylor could not get anything going, which kind of shocked me. I was expecting him to actually get going his second game in. Did really nothing. He did have five catches, but he's a running back. <laughs> so I was expecting more through the run, but he couldn't get anything going. But give the credits to that Jags defense to shut this offense down. Yeah, the run game for the Colts was not there at all. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens because it sounds like there's a chance that um, Richardson's going to be out for the season with a shoulder injury. Um, they're possibly going to do surgery on it. it hasn't, what I've heard. I haven't seen the confirmation on that, but uh, in my opinion, if that happens, it's going to make this team's chances of going anywhere this season pretty low. I don't think yep. Minshew is going to be an issue at the quarterback position. It's just, I think, the amount of potential that he brought um, prior to the injury, it made this team, you know, possibly made playoffs. They wouldn't compete with those tier teams in the playoffs, but might have put them into like a wild card situation or, you know, the the rush at the end of the season at least, which is nice for the fans, uh, especially with the quarterback play that they've had the past few years. Um, pretty much just Andrew Luck. It's been pretty brutal there. Yeah, absolutely. Andrew Luck was pretty brutal too because he kept getting yeah. hurt. He got hurt all the time. But like we said in the beginning of the like right away and have said all the way through, that side of quarterback is going to end you up in these situations. Yep. It's, shoulders and, are so so common for the injury and that's and it's an AC joint, so the common the hit that he took. Yeah, you got to be smart. I know he's so talented. He's done it through all his career, but when you get to the next level, you got to be more careful with your body. Uh, yeah, you're fearless. You're 23 years old, whatever he is. But when you're a franchise quarterback, they put everything into you you got to protect yourself. You can't play reckless. And that's what messes up a lot of these younger players. 
is yep. because they act foolish out on the field. And I can't, I, I can't stand it. You're so talented. Got to play smart. <laughs> you got to play smart because there goes their number one pick for, like you said, could be the year. Yeah, it's just, it's tough. It's hard to see. Uh, hopefully, you know, he can come back and not have an issue. I still don't remember if it's with throwing shoulder or not, uh, but either way, it's not one of those injuries that you can play through as a quarterback. One wrong move and that's hurting again. It was nice to see, though. I mean, Pittman had a big game. Uh, Minshew threw 55 times, so somebody's bound to have a big game. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it was – it went how I expected it when Richardson's going to be out. Yeah. This offense is just too much power when the other team can't put up the numbers. There's just so much – Explosive players on this team. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, I don't got anything else on this one. Did you? Alright. And on to the next game then. We got the Seahawks Bengals. Uh, this one. So Chase showed up. He had his 7 Eleven chain on. Uh, so <laughs> apparently he wasn't nearly as open as he thought since he only had six catches for 80 yards. After the prior week, um, it, yeah, he, he went off last week. Yeah, it went. I mean, the Bengals won. I think if the Bengals team from last week would have showed up, they would have won by a lot more. Uh, this CX team, though, does have a lot of weapons. It just wasn't a whole lot of offense scoring. By either team. No, this was definitely a defensive game. Uh, really nice to see. We don't get a lot of strong defensive games this year. <laughs> it's been a lot of high-scoring games. Geno Smith didn't even have a touchdown, which is very shocking. That's usually where their offense kind of goes through. Walker, though, another big game. If he can stay healthy... He could be very good for a very long time, in my opinion. Uh, TJ Lockett, I mean, Tyler Lockett, I don't know where TJ came from. Was there came a out big. Was there a TJ Lockett? I think there was. Well, maybe. Uh, but he played well. These defense, like I said, I, big defensive game, uh, held both teams to small yardage. And honestly, with the Seahawks having more yards, just like that other game, you would have, if you looked down the line, you would have thought they would have won. Um, but no, that Bengals offense just put up a little more March. Tyler Boyd got the touchdown. I'm not even going to say the other guy's name. I will absolutely butcher <laughs> it. <laughs> but these offenses just weren't clicking. Uh, very defensive heavy game. Yeah. Geno Smith, he had, you know, over 300 yards passing. He's 
you know, done the big games through the last, what, season and a half now. And for whatever reason, uh, didn't get any of the touchdowns. He did have two interceptions. Not, you know, a big deal, but that does hurt in a close game like this by all means. Uh, that receiving core is, it's, there's a lot of talent in that receiving core. And like you stated, Walker, he's going to be fun to watch for a long time as long as he can stay healthy. Uh, that Seahawks team has always kind of been built around the run game. And, and he can do that. He can also catch. So it'll be, it'll be good for them. It's just, this game was kind of strange. I didn't expect it to be a low-scoring game. I figured both offenses would be, you know, just kind of cruising up and down the field, to be honest. I uh, I didn't expect the defensive style that this was. Uh, the Bengals did win, I think. I mean, quarterback-wise, Joe Burrow can be, you know, arguably top five quarterback when he's on. Uh, this was not the Joe Burrow that you would say would be a top five quarterback in my opinion, but did enough to get the win. Matters. Yeah. He could be a top five, but my thought is where has T Higgins gone this year? He like just decided to vanish a year. He's literally done like nothing at all. I it's just crazy. He was a big name last year and nothing. There's been nothing. Just decided, nah, I'll take a year off. <laughs> I think the past couple of weeks he's actually been dealing with a, a rib injury. Oh, that makes sense then. Uh but I don't know when that happened. But I think that there was something about a rib injury for him. Okay, that'd make more sense then. Yeah, I don't know if that was, you know, during, before the season started and he's been dealing with this whole time. But yeah, he hasn't had much impact. Uh, and I, I mean, last year, between the two of them, Chase and him, and then you yeah. get Boyd mixing there every once in a while. It was, you would think that they'd have the weapons this year, but. Well, they lit it up last year, which is why they got as far as they did and almost should have beat the Chiefs last year to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, like, it's just crazy to see the downfall of the receivers that you're expecting to put up the big numbers every week. Yeah, I still, I can't, I mean, completely count this team out. They're no. three and three. That the team, though, they got so much talent on there that it it would be hard to count them out. They're, I mean, division-wise, Ravens are only four and two, so no, they'll be there at the end. I think, honestly, <laughs> in that division, the three teams that you know stand a chance, in my opinion, are going to be the Browns, Bengals, and the Ravens. I don't think the Steelers are going to be in there running. So 
out of those two, or out of those three, then and it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I can see any of them taking it. Yeah, I, yeah. We'll get to the Browns. I have a lot to say about them, but <laughs> yeah, they're going to be in it till the end. Yeah, it, I mean the the divisions right now. Looking at the standings, it's funny because there's so many teams that are just kind of even, or you know, one game up, one game down, all around. Yeah, I think the, I think the only one that isn't is the NFC North because the lines are just blowing everyone out of the water right now. So right, yep, yeah, it's crazy. So, but that game, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, it, it didn't score wise didn't look how I expected it to, but the outcome no. was about right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, moving on, we got the Vikings Bears. I will let you start on this one. The Vikings should be one and four, five. I mean, uh, without JJ, you can tell this offense is not very good. He opens this offense so much for everyone else. And I just, it's so hard to watch them. Their defense finally showed up again. Daniel Hunter, when this guy is healthy, easily one of, I guess, I, I like to call him defensive end because when he came into the league, that's what he was. But right now he's playing outside linebacker. Easily one of the top five, in my opinion, in that position. Absolute freak. I want him to sign him. Will they? Probably not. They'll probably trade him just because that's what the Vikings do. He's in his prime. He's only 29 years old. It just, ah. Uh, we won. Happy about that, but it wasn't pretty. And again, Kirk Cousins didn't put up big numbers, and we end up winning. Every game that he's played and put up big numbers, we've lost. So it just proves that when our defense can actually play, we can win. But Fields got hurt. The rookie came in. That helped us out a lot. I think that's probably the big reason why we did win. Um, there's one play I really wanted to freak out on Kirk Cousins, and then I seen the replay again to look even closer. And Hawkinson and Oliver missed a defensive end, and he just blew by. Both of them, and they were standing right there. Got the Cousins. Cousins does a weird little flip to, oh, man, one of the running backs. He bobbles it, almost goes out of bounds. The guy jumps on it, and it should have been Bears ball. But luckily for us that they called it out of bounds Vikings ball. But... In my opinion, the Bears should have got it. We played like dumb. Shouldn't have thrown it. Should have taken the sack. You don't want to risk that. But our tight ends, I don't know what they were doing. Absolutely ridiculous. 
and Hawkinson can't catch a ball. He did have six receptions, but he loves to drop balls. And Addison had a touchdown. Uh, that's all I got. Yes, Hawkinson dropping the passes like that, that's not a normal thing for him. No. It's really a strange situation right now. I'm not sure what is happening for that. Uh, if it's just, you know, not quite the connection there with Cousins right now. But he's generally pretty steady with his hands and catching. So that's a strange one. I'm not sure why that is happening. Um, I think that should be correctable for him. It's just whatever is causing it, if it's just, you know, too much pressure right now. Um, but it's been kind of a thing all season for him. So it's strange. Yeah, it's um, weird. A big thing that you mentioned, uh, JJ being out, you can tell this offense is just kind of lost without him. Uh, I expected a little bit more from Addison, honestly, stepping up. But I mean, he's a rookie. It's a tough league. Um, you don't necessarily see a wide receiver step up and instantly produce. I was hoping for it more, maybe, than I should have. Uh, however, Vikings did get the win. Uh, I think their record could be better than what it is if they didn't have the turnovers throughout the beginning of the season. Um, if they fix that, I think, again, I do think they got a pretty solid team, especially with the defense coming around right now the way it is. Uh, the defense, two games in a row now, it's been a big difference maker. Okay. Yeah, they, right? Where they got the, yeah. yeah, two games in a row. It's nice to see. Um, nowhere near the Vikings defense of what, 10 years ago, eight years ago? No. But five. <laughs> yeah, five years ago, I suppose it would be, because it would have been with uh, what's his face as the coach. Yeah, Zimmer. no, well, Zimmer, yeah. No, yeah, we've had a really good defense for a while, and we're not playing up to potential. Uh, <laughs> I think I told you this, but when Martel Metellus sacked the sacked them, caused the fumble. He was running to the ball, and or uh, what's his name? Hakeem Hicks came and picked it up and ran for the touchdown. I was like, I bet you he was thinking, why didn't you just let me grab it? I would have had the scoop and the score. Right. <laughs> oh man. But the shocking thing for me out of this, I don't think Pace was hurt, but he did nothing this game. It was all. Jordan Hicks, there we go. It was all our veterans that came up and played huge for this game. And, yeah, uh, on the other side, though, with our defense playing the way they did, I honestly didn't mind watching this Tyson guy play the quarterback. I don't want to say his last name, so I'm not going to try. I don't want to butcher that either. He had their touchdown, only touchdown. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he was a rushing one. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I don't know how severe the injury is for Fields, but it'll be weird to see someone else under center. But exciting to see what he can do. He was un an undrafted quarterback, if I remember. So 
Yeah, and so it would be weird to see what he can do with this team. They do have weapons. They have Mooney, Moore, Komet. They do have the team to be able to put up numbers, but when you don't have a quarterback that can actually do anything, you're not going to do much. Um, De- Deontay Foreman, uh, Longhorn, he played well for being able to get the starting role after Herbert got injured. 65 yards uh, against a – we do have a hard run defense. We have a good run defense when we actually show up and play. So 65 yards isn't bad for against us. Normally all teams can need us alive, don't get me wrong. They proved it this year multiple times. But, yeah, overall, big game for the Vikings to actually pull a conference win. And the last note I have for this game is Daniel Hunter now has eight out of our 15 or 16 sacks this year. <laughs> Half of them. That's pretty crazy, though. What's the league lead right now for sacks? Him. Is tied it? with eight. Yeah. I was going to say, it's got to be right around eight. It's going to be right up there. Um, you had mentioned the Fields injury. I think it was a dislocated thumb on his right hand. Well, that's not good. Um, however, is, isn't he left-handed? No. No, he is right-handed. So that, yeah. um, so that it could be a while. Um, and the thumb is, is big. So that does yeah, give you a rough one. I, I believe that's what I saw at least was dislocated thumb, which, okay. Oof. depending on, I guess we'll see here as, as it goes. I couldn't find anything quickly. News article, trustworthy. <laughs> so, right. um, It'll be interesting, though, to see what happens here. Uh, I'm not sure how to say that guy's last name either. Is it Bajant? Yeah, I'm not even going to say it. (laughs) I'd be wrong. But him coming in, you know, didn't look terrible. He, you know, not expecting to play, more than likely not getting any first-team snaps. Stepping in, he didn't look terrible. And it'll be interesting to see what happens if – you know, it does end up being a few games here where the field is out. And if he can show something, I don't know, will they, you know, look to <laughs> offload fields, which was kind of the discussion a few weeks back after yeah, some of the comments that were made that, you know, I think the media kind of fudged to, to make it sound worse than it was. Oh, yeah. They always but, do. Yeah, they do. It's tough, and that's some of those, you know, media personnel that, that do that should just be banned from interviews or anything like that. It's just frustrating because they're the ones that are there firsthand, and they're changing the words around or adding, you know, questions just, to uh, get answers for a different question. It's just yeah. frustrating. But... It's going to be interesting to see because they're going to get the number one pick because I don't see the Panthers winning too many games this year. So I'm pretty sure they'll get the number one pick, which will go to the Bears. So. Yep. And then they get their and, pick, too, wherever. Yeah, which there's this. wherever that is. but So they might have one and two. Who knows? Right. So you know there's going to be quarterback. There's a couple quarterbacks that are pretty high right now that everyone is talking about. And the floodgates are open, and 
a lot of these teams, are they going to tank for Williams? <laughs> like, right. that's the biggest question. So, <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think, like you said, the Bears do have a lot of talent on offense. It's just, I don't think that's being used the way it could be, uh, especially with Fields as the, yeah. the quarterback. It, he's awful. I don't know if I'm being too rough on him, but he is not very good. No, he's awful. Absolutely <laughs> awful. I'll, I'll say it. I'll, I'll <laughs> he's be off. White guy here. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> awful. God awful. So, um, but yeah, I don't have much more. Um, I do mm. think the Vikings are better than what their record shows, which I hate that statement. However, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> that I think it's a fair one for this team right now, but I don't have much else. Me neither. Next game? Yeah, next game. We got the 49ers Browns. Man, my defense to watch, man. I've been (laughs) saying it all year. I have them. I love this. I love this defense. The duo between Garrett and Zadarius Smith, man. He didn't, Smith didn't do much. He has all zeros on there. But he was there. He was doing his thing. Garrett was big. Like, this team, this defense is so good. I like him. And I have a weird feeling that's what I'm going to be talking about every time this team comes up. But the biggest thing about that defense is you didn't have to contain Christian McCaffrey or Debo, which was very huge to help out that defense look as good as it did. Um, But I'm not taking anything away with it. That was the defense I picked to watch, and they showed me exactly what I thought they were going to show. Good to see Kareem Hunt find the end zone again, you know, getting to come back to his team that he was with last year, I believe it was, or the year before. Within the last couple of years, I think, yeah. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, he got to find the end zone, help his team out, win the game. P.J. Walker, hopefully he can keep going. What a Cinderella story that would be. Uh, coming from the um, – what's that? One of the leagues that just came out. Can't remember which one it was. Not the XFL. It was the other one. He played for the other one that just came out a couple of years ago, and he got to come back into the year, into the league because he played so well in that league. Uh, he didn't do – he had two interceptions, which is expected against this defense. This defense is really good. But I will let you go to the 49ers and say what you think about that side. No, good. I – I'm not sure where he came from. The Houston Roughnecks. What's that? Was it XFL? No, I don't think it was the XFL. It's the other one. Yeah, it's the XFL. Houston Roughnecks is where I think he came from. Was it? Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the 49ers, the injuries hurt on this team, that's for sure. Uh, injuries do happen, so it's one of those things that, you know, we have to be ready for anything and everything. 
uh, Christian McCaffrey is, is I think it's going to be uh, four to six weeks, isn't it? No. Is it four to six? Uh, considered not long term, but I could have swore that yeah, on fantasy that, that it had said that he was probably going to be out in four to six weeks. I read something that said injury. that they uh, avoided a long term injury. Okay, so maybe it's not as bad as what they thought, um, but either way, him being out, uh, Debo being out, that not doing much. He that that's a lot of the team. Those two. Uh, Brock Purdy has not had to be in a throwing situation. And uh, mm-hmm. when he has, he's had those people to rely on and dump the ball off to, and he didn't have that here. And it showed. I think, uh, I mean, he, he's had a couple bad games throughout his short career so far. But he's looked, you know, for the most part, pretty comfortable. This game, he did not look that way. He looked rushed. He did not look comfortable at all. And I mean, that Brown defense is good. So it makes sense as to why. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I did expect that the 49ers defense would be far more productive in, you know, getting the ball away from this Browns team. I didn't think this Browns offense was going to be able to do much with not really a solid quarterback. Not, not that Watson has been solid, you know, before his injury. Uh, but the, that other one, uh, what is it, Thompson? Dorian Thompson, was it? Anyways. Oh, yep, he yep. yeah. He didn't do much either. Uh, so no. it's just kind of been like a rotating door of quarterbacks that aren't doing a whole lot. So I, I didn't expect the 49ers defense to struggle, but yeah, they they did a little bit. Getting an interception for the Browns helps short field stuff. So, well, I guess it just proves that this offense really is relying on McCaffrey. Yes. Um, Purdy isn't what everyone says he is, and he proved it tonight, in my opinion. I mean, that day, not tonight, but he proved it, in my opinion, when you are down in the chips, you got to come out and play with what you have. He still has players that can play. He has Ayuk and Jennings. He's been doing pretty good. Greg Kittle was obsolete all game. He had one catch for one yard. Are you telling me that Christian McCaffrey is honestly that much a factor where Purdy can't even throw to the tight end, one of the best tight ends in the game? Like, does he honestly suck up the defense that much that Purdy has the confidence to actually do something? And if so, that is just proven that he isn't as good as everyone wants him to be. But 
Yeah, I agree with the defense. I was expecting them to be able to dominate this team a lot more than they did because P.J. Walker isn't – he's a no-name, basically. Right. And he let – their defense let their team win. They did have the ball seven more minutes than the 49ers, but that's still not enough to wear down defense too far. Um but yeah, I don't know. I wasn't expecting them to win. But now the 49ers aren't undefeated. And I'm curious to see what Purdy's going to be able to do, even if both these guys are out a week or two. Yeah, it's interesting when, you know, games like this happen. And it happens to all the good teams. They will lose to a team that they have no reason really, to lose to. And the Cleveland Browns, I mean, they're a decent team. I, I think, you know, they're, they're going to be around closer to the end of the season, making a push. Who knows if they'll get it or not, but the 49ers should have had this game with ease, in my opinion. Um, I have stated this, that in my thoughts, the 49ers are the best team in the league. And I guess that's only when they have Christian McCaffrey. They're the best team in the league. It's right. It's crazy that one player. I, I I can see you know an injury during a game like that changing everyone's mentality or you know really changing the momentum kind of I guess. Even though it's not really a momentum shift, it's it's just kind of taking the momentum away from a team that should right. have it. And I think that's more of what happened here. I, I don't think it's going to be a major deal as long as he's not out for the season and he can come back here within a few weeks. I don't think it'll be a big deal. Um, I I still think 49ers are, you know, best team in the league right now. Uh, with McCaffrey. <laughs> yep. Uh, once he comes back, they'll continue what they're doing because that team is just so fast everywhere and that's I think this was just more of a, a fluke injury deflated their sales type thing and they couldn't fight back because Purdy isn't the quarterback that's going to do that he is more of the quarterback that will make a throw here and there won't make horrible mistakes and he'll let his playmakers get him Big plays. He's not going to throw it, you know, 50 yards for completion every pass. It's going to be a short pass that his playmakers turn into a long game. Because that's what they do. On the other side, though, it was really nice to see Amari Cooper uh, do what he does. It still hurts. He is no longer a cowboy. He's good. Especially putting those numbers up with a quarterback like P.J. Walker. Yeah. It, it hurts, but I will always cheer for him. I cheered for him when he was a Raider. It's one of those things. It's just fun to watch him. His route running is just insane. It's, it's so crisp. Yeah, he's he's good. I like him. I, I wouldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't take the game, you know, as as much. It's kind of like the 
in my opinion, the Cowboys, the Cardinals game. That's kind of the yeah. one. It's, it's not yeah. a big deal to them. It's not conference. It's it doesn't matter. Yep. However, uh, later on, another game will matter because well, that's the only reason. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can discuss that in a couple games here. Yep. Um, I don't have much else though on this one. Alrighty, let's go to uh, the next one. All right, the Raiders about, and the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots Raiders. Let's see. So I had no idea that Hoyer was with the Raiders. To be honest. I didn't either. What happened to their rookie that played the other week? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, but that, that kind of threw me off when I saw him. Like, <laughs> I thought it was going to be the rookie, O'Connell. He, I don't remember. I didn't know if he got hurt or what happened there, but. Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly didn't even know he was still in the league, but <laughs> it is what I it is. He, yeah. um, he stepped in. He played. You know, played. <laughs> He played. That's about <laughs> it. He, he controlled the offense. That's what you have to do as a backup quarterback. Uh, and Josh Jacobs ran the ball, counted the clock. That's what they had to do. Uh, Michael Ma- Mayer, no idea who he is. Five catches, 75 yards, led the team. This is Jacoby Myers, man. Where did he come from? Like, he's been performing all year. And it, that's why this team's winning when they do win. Like, it came from the Patriots, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Shit. But, <laughs> just, I don't, I don't think he did anything with the Patriots, did he? I mean, he was, like, he was there. He was consistent, pretty much. Okay. Just Not show quite how much weird, actually just because, the I mean, here he's got Devontae Adams on the other side, so he's, he's got a lot of freedom. Right. But, yeah. But, well, him being a Patriot, and back in the day when I didn't care about the Patriots, I still don't, but I watch him now and look into the teams more now since we're doing this, but back in the day, I... If I didn't like the team, I wasn't going to look. So <laughs> it, that's why I was like, where did he come from? Because I didn't pay attention. Um, right. But, again, Matt Jones must have got pulled again because Cunningham came in. Like, when are they going to move on? But that's all I got on that side. Except Zeke had made a play that made him look like his old self. There was a holding call or a clipping call. I can't remember what it was. But that got brought it back, and I guarantee he was like, you guys got to be kidding me. I finally make a big play, and this is what you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I, team I thought was going to win one. I guarantee you Bill Check is pulling his hair out all the time this year because this team is – atrocious it's rough i'm it's so weird seeing the patriots not play well they're one in five when was the last time they were one in five like yeah i honestly i can't even remember i know it's so crazy had to have been a while but zeke got a touchdown that's nice to see Um, yeah decent 
yardage average um, per carry, which is nice to see. I uh, I was just going to point out uh, Michael Mayer, tight end, just kind of. That's where he plays. All right. Showed up and started playing. Uh, <laughs> he's been around there. It's just he didn't have much production. This one, though, he was productive. Uh, is he a rookie? I was going to yeah. say it's going to be. Yeah. First, I was going to say first years or rookie, but. Huh. Uh, Jacoby Myers, though, he is such a fun player to watch. Uh, honestly, I didn't watch him that close in the prior years, but uh, it's kind of crazy that because who was it that the Patriots signed uh, Juju? Yep, Juju. Instead Over of him? Yeah, which yep. is kind of crazy because I mean it, he seems like he's got pretty good route running and you would think that you would want to you know Give, I don't, I don't really like Mac Jones, but you would think that you'd want to give him as good of quality receivers as you can, and he is far better than Juju, in my opinion. I don't think Juju has been good since he didn't have like Antonio Brown on his team. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what made him because he was able to be the good. yeah the. All the attention went there, and then he could just, you know, do his one route that he can run. Uh, the thing I don't get is Jacoby Myers fits Bill Belichick. That's the reason why I was shocked. He, he like does. more than just a quarterback wise to help him out or anything like that. It's just the way he plays just fits his system so much better than Juju does. And I think that's also why Jimmy Garoppolo has worked so well with him because that style, like Jimmy Garoppolo is a Belichick style quarterback. Yep. Uh, and I mean, Belichick got rid of him because he had trade value at the time and it, it's worked well for Myers so far. Uh, it doesn't really work a whole, whole lot for Devontae Adams because he's more of the, you know, moving around and, and finding his place, but he's had some pretty big games too. It's well, he's, in my opinion, he right up there talent-wise with any of the top receivers at the moment still. Oh, absolutely, I have no I mean, doubt in my mind. I just I don't think he meshes well with Garoppolo's style. Uh, Brian Hoyer, if he actually plays for a while over the next few weeks, uh, Hoyer will throw it. And throw it and throw it and throw it and not care what happens. We've seen that. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But this is kind of what I expected. Um, maybe a little bit more points out of the Patriots than I thought. But I did expect the Raiders to win. Um, you know, I, th- I thought it was going to be fairly easily, but it was actually a closer game than it probably should have been. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to be this close. Uh, bright side for either team, uh, the Raiders, because other than that, there isn't a lot of, other than the Meyer, like you said, and stuff. But Max Crosby, 
I love this guy. He is so good. <laughs> He's fun to watch. This, this interview feeling, man. I didn't even know who he was until last last week when I gave him the defense of the player of the week. He led the team in tackles again with Crosby and Deblo. And yeah. never heard of him. I'm going to have to keep looking at this guy, see what he does throughout the year. Uh, but, yeah, Crosby's a freak. I had to bring him up. This guy, he puts so much pressure on every quarterback. One of the best defensive ends in the league. Top three, in my opinion. He is an absolute wrecking ball. He has his way with tight ends, tackles, whatever you put up against him. And he's getting there, and he is so fun to watch. And the story too is it's fun to cheer him on. Yeah, unreal. I love it. I want to see more of it. <laughs> <laughs> I so. feel like you're a country song right now, but I don't remember what what that is. Yeah, I was gonna start singing, but I decided I didn't want to hurt your ears too much. So but... <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Alrighty, that's all I got on that. <laughs> all right, yeah, I don't have anything else for that game other than it was, you know, outcome was what I expected, just different score. But uh, next game, we got the Lions Bucks game. Um, so this one kind of surprised me. I I would have figured it would have been a little bit closer game. I did think you know the Lions would win, but the way that Mayfield's been playing this year. I expected a little bit closer. Um, it, I don't know. It just didn't happen. St. Brown, though, he is honestly becoming one of my favorite receivers to watch. Oh, he is so fun. Just, just the way he plays. It, he's always open. Like he should be wearing the Seven Eleven chain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every uh, week, man. Every week. Yeah. And uh, the Montgomery injury uh, really changes how this offense is going to play. I think they're going to become more of a passing offense. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, I don't know if Gibbs is going to be back soon or what the injury was there. I can't remember. I don't either. I honestly didn't know he was hurt until you told me he was, so. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, like I said, I, I expected this win for the Lions. I expected it to be a little bit closer. Uh, but this Lions team, I think, is actually going to be pretty good. They're going to be a pretty tough team. Yeah. Uh, easily the best team in the NFC North. There's a couple things I thought was pretty interesting in – this team here, um, num Devin Ozim, uh, I don't know how to say it. Well, number 33, that's what I put down because I didn't know how to say his name. I should have just kept it that way. This was his fourth touch. The first touch he got of the game was his fourth touch in four years as being a lion. And they got him a first down that they needed in the first half. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, the first half was a defensive battle, big battle. Uh, it was 10 to 3 going into the halftime. 
I honestly thought Tampa Bay was going to come out better off the bye week, but they didn't show up. Seems like bye weeks hurt people, and you could tell it hurt this team. Um, Goff leads the league in percentage on 20-plus yards. Was not expecting that, in my opinion. I He isn't a very... I thought wasn't a very consistent quarterback, but when you're getting down 20 plus yards, he, he's doing it. Uh, they broke a team record for 20 plus points games in a row with 15 in a row for him. That's a record for the Lions, which honestly shocks me. With having Barry Sanders on your team, Kelvin Johnson on your team. Yeah. That one, That's yeah, that, that is kind of shocking. I would have thought that that would have been a, a thing already that had happened with some of those players that you just listed off. Um, and Goff, I think he, I mean, he's, he's a pretty good quarterback in general. He, the accuracy is there, but the, the distance that of throw is, is kind of surprising on that percentage that you're saying. Um, I didn't really picture him, you know, much of a downfield thrower. Not that, you know, what is it, 20 yards? Yeah. Not that that is, you know, super far down the field, but just, you know, watching him play, it always seems like it's kind of a quicker route that he would, you know, target and, and get the ball out quick. And that's just kind of his play style. But an interesting stat. I have to keep an eye on that and see. It was just weird to me. Uh, he just didn't seem like a player that throws it like that. No. But, but I do think oh, this team oh. is for real. I think it's going to be a tough team. I, 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 uh, I said before the season that, it's their division if they want it. It's just a matter of if they want it. Look like yep. they do. This defense, man. <laughs> this defense. That's supposed to win in this team. Well, other than Amar St. Brown, but. Yeah. Well, the offense has got a lot of firepower, too. So. <laughs> yeah, Jameson Williams coming back is big. Big. The issue last year was their defense would allow so many points. They had. What, how many games of like 35 plus points in the loss? Yeah. It's just crazy. So yeah. I have a funny story. I was sitting doing my thing and talking to Brianna, and I was like, man, I picked up Jameson Williams thinking he'd come back and, you know, do good. Have him on the bench. He hasn't done anything. Oh, nowhere. I hear Aaron yell, Williams, no way. I'm like, no way. So I look, sure enough, Willem gets nice touch. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I just said he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> like, come on, man. Doesn't just make me look bad. Right. But that kid's going to be good. He will be good. Get, get Keep him healthy. This offense is going to be ridiculous. St. Brown. Williams, Reynolds, Josh Reynolds. I didn't realize there was a Craig Reynolds. 
the new running back that came in in Fort Montgomery. Um, and then you have Laporta. Like, man, they're everywhere. Yeah, they got a lot of weapons. It's This team could be scary for years here. They got a lot of young weapons. I don't have much else for that game. Me neither. Turned out better, different than I thought, but yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I mean, the score was a little bit further away than I thought. I thought it would be a little bit. All right, so we'll move on uh, to the next game here. We got the Cards, uh, Cardinals and Rams game, I guess. Yeah, uh, turned out where we thought. Uh, this Rams the offense with Cooper Cup is going to get scary. Yeah, Seven yards, get- 148 yards, and a touchdown. <laughs> uh, this Kyron Williams, he's done very well this year. No idea who he is. Last year, fifth round pick. And man, he's making this team run. Like, he's doing very well. The two rookies didn't do much this week, but they didn't have to. Cooper Cup decided, hey, jump on my back. I'll lead this team. Uh, not much on the Cardinal side. Nothing really happened, which we expected against this team. Well, I did anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not much to say. That's pretty much all I got. This Rams defense, like, if they can get going, they're going to be scary, especially now that they have Cooper Cup back. Uh, the NFC is going to have to start looking out for this team. Yeah, I think this team is going to be, you know, one of the ones that at the end there, they'll be a contender. They're, they're, they're a good team. they got a lot of weapons. The defense isn't bad. they got, I mean, it's pretty good defense. And, uh, yeah, this, this Williams you, you can see why they got rid of um, Acres. It makes sense. They didn't need him. They felt comfortable with what they had. Um, coming back and just doing what he does. It, it's just crazy to think that Stafford has had the receivers that he does throughout his career. Yeah. And uh, just constantly able to put up numbers. And that's what the team does. Uh, the strange thing, this team, or this game, actually had a lot of field goals. I expected, you know, looking at the score, you'd be like, oh, a few touchdowns. Only two touchdowns yeah. in the game. It's a lot of field goals. That's weird. Maher on the Rams, he's been pretty good this year. Uh, coming from the Cowboys, seeing all his misses, how many extra points he missed in the playoffs last year. That was... Oh, yeah, that's right. He uh, was a cowboy. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he's... He's doing pretty good this year, so hopefully he can keep that up. Um, it'd be better for them if they could score touchdowns. Maybe not for Maher, since he doesn't be good with the extra points, but... <laughs> it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> um, one thing I noticed, again, uh, Cardinals, you know, Two-quarter game. Yep. They, this one, first, second, they had some points. Uh, nothing much after that. Uh, they 
they just look kind of empty again. I mean, they they don't got a whole lot going for them um, when you're, you know, quarterback is your leading rusher. You're not the Ravens. Yeah, no. Tough to win. They don't have much. Like players, though, like they they don't have a lot of offensive weapons. No. I feel bad for this team. They have explosive players, but not enough talented players. At least that have to get the job done. Yeah, yeah, right. Of course, they're talented because they made the NFL. I'm not saying that, but. Clearly not enough time with Dobbs, not enough firepower to win games. Clearly, they're one in five. And like you said, it sucks to see when you only get to play half a game. Yeah. And you decide not to show up the other half. Like, what are we doing? But when you're down, oh, they were winning going into half. So I don't know what you're doing in that locker room, their coaches has got to figure it out. Like, what are we doing here? Are they honestly just trying to tank? Like, there's so many questions with these top four, the bottom four, like, what are they doing? Why are they doing it? <laughs> like, is Caleb Williams honestly going to be the savior they think he is? I don't know. It's yeah. just, it's hard to see and it sucks to think that teams are honestly willing to do that. But at the same time, you wouldn't think they would be, but I don't know. I, I don't want to think it. As a fan of the sport, it, it sucks. But, I mean, their players are going out there. It, it's just they don't. I don't think they have, you know, the connection. They, they haven't played together long. It's changes around the, the team, the constant fear of, am I going to have a job? I would assume, you know, going into it, because this team just, like, looking at it from the outside, it, it seems like that team just is trying to not win. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was something I had saw that uh, Kyler Murray is going to sit out a little bit longer, just because he doesn't feel he's ready. And man, these people I mean, that get paid big money, man. Is that a thing or management, you know, deciding this? I don't know. It's a tough situation. Kind of like the Broncos. Just tough. But yeah. I didn't expect that they would win this game. The Rams are, are a pretty good team. You know, the record is 3-3. Three and three. It's still early, and they got plenty of time in the season left. Yeah, I agree. But all I got though. Okay, the next one. We got Eagles Jets. Ooh wee. They were exploited this game. <laughs> I like to see it. This Jets defense, like I've been talking, their record doesn't show it. They're good. This defense is what's gonna win these teams games. Um because their quarterback sure in the heck isn't gonna do it. Uh, the defense caused three interceptions, uh, one fumble, like, 
that defense was all over the place. Their defensive tackle had an interception, has more than Sauce Gardner, which I thought was freaking hilarious when I read that. And, uh, yeah, Zerloin came in clutch, four for four. Like, their offense isn't winning them games. It's definitely their defense. And they definitely showed that the Eagles are easily beat. Like, they can beat them. Like, this team should not have been able to win. But their defense showed up and proved a point. And that's what they wanted to do. Garrett Wilson and Bryce Brees Hall is going to be this team team's future for a very long time. Um, and on the other side, the only positive is AJ Brown. Other than that, this team really didn't do much. <laughs> they showed up for one half. That's funny. That's about what my notes have. Uh, <laughs> and so, AJ Brown is very good in this offense, though. For the Eagles, it's much better when, you know, it's more of an even, you know, distribution, yardage-wise, play-wise. Jalen Hurts leading in rushing. Not usually a good thing, especially with the running backs that they got. Swift is pretty good, but he had a pretty rough game. This Jets defense is good. Yeah. I do want to state that Hurts is winning by being your main running back by 30 yards. Like, yeah. <laughs> like but Jalen Hurts is a good runner, there, but no, that's good. Jalen Hurts is a good runner, and I mean, it's he's proven that he can run. But Swift is a different back. Like he sh- should be able to get yards too. I don't know. Uh, I was just going to say one of the strange things is they had listed, you know, all these quarterbacks that were good and, and how the coach stated that they embarrassed all of these quarterbacks. Uh, oh, yeah. Look back and, and see uh, Prescott's stats against them. And that's when both their corners started. <laughs> yeah, the Jets? Yeah, against the Jets. That's what yeah. you're talking about, right? Yeah, Prescott had like yeah. 200 and some yards with two touchdowns against them, but he's talking about how they, you know, had their way with all these quarterbacks. Ah, uh, yeah. one. Just saying. Anyways, we'll go back to this game. Uh, no, yeah, no, I was actually going to bring that up myself, uh, but I think the main ones they were throwing down their throat was Hurt and yeah. uh, Josh Allen, because... Yeah. That's all the NFL talks about. They don't like to talk good about Dak Prescott because why would you do that, right? Yeah, they rather get more clicks so, talking bad about him because then the Cowboys fans want to click into it and the, the people that hate the Cowboys, which is probably more of them, want to click into it too so they can laugh at it. But right, exactly. It's just, <laughs> like, it's just silly. Like, I can at least, you know, admit that Hurts is a good quarterback. I don't necessarily think that his play style is always good. But they were at the Super Bowl and he quarterbacked that team. Like clearly he's good. <laughs> it's he's just got some issues. I mean Prescott, every quarterback has issues. Mahomes, he makes a lot of stupid throws while he's trying to extend the play. 
yeah shouldn't do and people love those throws because it's from Mahomes for whatever reason but they shouldn't be done right it's dangerous like you could get an interception and that could be returned for a touchdown on some of those throws like that it's just strange how you know the media perceives it and you know spews it out as amazing for some and terrible for others uh Jalen Hurts right now he's on pace for like 18 interceptions this season. Which is insane. That's like a David Carr. Yeah. Big uh, quarterback thrown right there. And everyone freaking dogged on him forever. Like I, do I think he'll get that many? No, I don't. I, I don't think he will because he's generally not that much of an interception-prone quarterback. However, he doesn't normally throw 45 times in a game. No. no. He normally and, doesn't have to. Yeah. And so when that happens, it kind of shows, you know, his throwing. It's kind of – he's a better quarterback than Purdy. But, I mean, he's similar. Like, they don't have to throw much. And he doesn't have to do those throws. It's just – it's frustrating how inconsistency – or how inconsistent the media is for quarterbacks in general. I guess that was kind of my rant on this. I didn't mean to have that in my notes. I didn't even have it in my notes. <laughs> no, I get it. It's, it just kind of happened there. Um, I'm going to get back to the game. That's why we do it live, man. Yeah, That's why we can. do it live. The <laughs> lifestyle, I like it. <laughs> on how terrible it is. But, uh, Brees Hall, that touchdown at the end of the game, that was huge. And, you know, kind of put a, a statement on it. And he is the offensive playmaker. It's got to go through him, in my opinion. He didn't have the best game rushing. But this Eagles defense is tough to rush against them. Right. Their best or their weakness is in the passing game. And it's usually, you know, deep over the middle, depending on what coverage they're in. Or towards yep, the sidelines. Yeah. Uh, and that it's easy to exploit and we'll see that this coming week. Yeah, we definitely will. <laughs> so this Brees Hall thing. I love the touchdown, don't get me wrong. I love watching Brees Hall get touchdowns, but dumb in my opinion. You left so much time on the clock. You did. With an offense like this. Like, yes, I get you have that much confidence in your defense, but for how explosive the Eagles can be, you don't leave over a minute for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense. Did they win the game? Yes, they did. But you, once it comes to playoffs time or even close to get you into the playoffs, you're not running that ball. And leaving that much time. Like, I thought it was dumb. Was it cool? Absolutely. But you don't do that. You gotta kill the clock, drop at the one yard line even if you have to. Like, take some more, that's 40 seconds you're taking off. Plunge it in, then they only get 20 seconds, you know? I just thought it was too much, but am I glad they won? Absolutely. I'm happy for Brees Hall. I love Brees Hall. Guy's an absolute freak. 
It just, I thought it was just too much time. I agree that it was too much time. I think uh, just the way that the Jets' defense was playing the second half, though, it it, it worked out in their favor, clearly. Uh, if, you know, you're looking at it analytically, I suppose, how it should be, um, yes, he should have. <laughs> right. He should have went down because the field goal, or they could have punched it in, wasted some more time. Uh, the thing, too, I don't understand, because I think they did a two-point conversion on that. Yep. And I'm not quite sure what the reasoning there was, because, I mean, a field goal, they wouldn't be able to win anyways. So they needed a touchdown. Is that just banking, then possibly if the Eagles scored a touchdown, then missing the extra point? I don't know. It's kind of a strange thing. Um, it The extra point misses do happen, but I, I guess – they don't lose on anything if they miss that two-point conversion. So maybe that's why they went right. with it. It's just it kind of caught me off guard when they did that. And I was like, yeah. you know, I'm kind of just thinking about it. And it had to have been just because they don't lose anything if they miss out on it. And if they make it, it saves them that if the extra point is missed, it's a tie game then instead of a loss. Uh, but, I mean, it was a gamble. It was a team that, I don't think the Jets should have won. I think the Eagles, if that this game was to be replayed, you know, nine times out of ten, the Eagles probably win. Yep. Just because they have the better roster. Uh, I mean, they have the better quarterback. And this Jets defense, though, and offense has a lot of good players. It's just when Aaron Rodgers went down, this Jets team changed. Yeah, Wilson is not the quarterback to do it. But this weekend made – it was a great weekend for me because the Eagles lost and the Red uh, – Eagles lost and the 49ers lost. Yeah, no so more undefeated teams. We can discuss uh, that because the Cowboys later on. We got one more game. I don't got much more else for this one. I don't know if he did. Nope. I've got nothing. I said my piece. On to the next. On to the next. We've got the Giants Bills. Um, I didn't like this game. I think the ending of the game was absolute nonsense. <laughs> There's so much inconsistency with these penalties. I brought it up earlier. You throw them all the time, and when it's actually a penalty, you don't throw it. Drives me absolutely bonkers. Giants should have won this game. They didn't do enough to win, but they put themselves into position to win, and the refs screwed them over. I hate to put it on the refs, but it was clearly a pass interference. Should have got the ball at the one-yard line and easily could have punched it in. And that's all I got. Uh, there wasn't a lot going on with this, t- with either of the teams. Um, Saquon almost got 100 yards. Good to see him back healthy. James Cook had a decent game. 
Stefan Diggs doing his thing. Um, I'm very bitter about this game due to how it ended. I like the Bills, don't get me wrong, but you can't screw a team over just because you don't want to throw a flag at the last minute, even though it was clearly a pass interference. And my rant is over. There's been a lot of inconsistencies with that lately. Uh, This one, I I didn't see it that close as it happened. Um, I don't remember what I was doing, but I went back and, and watched some replays on it, and it is, I mean, it's pass interference. It, I can't believe they didn't call it. Uh, neither team here really impressed me. Uh, they didn't, nothing great in this game. You know, Stefan Diggs had his 100 yards. Uh, Josh Allen, he didn't look great. They got the win. It matters. Uh, on the Giants side, uh, Tyrod Taylor, when, when he's playing, are the Giants better? Absolutely. 100%. I don't think they're good, but I think they're better with him. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't know. And they just paid, uh, Danny Dimes, but I don't know. Tyrod Taylor, this, they didn't, like I said, they didn't, they don't look good. No. But they, they were moving the ball better than they had all season. And I think the Bills are a decent team. So, I don't know. It was yeah. just a strange one. I didn't, you know, I expected the Bills to win. I expected it by more. Uh, neither team really impressed me though. No, it was a lackluster game. It was awful. Um, but yes, Tyrod Taylor is a better leader than Daniel Jones. He's a better clock player than Daniel Jones. He knows the game better than Daniel Jones. He's been a pioneer through each team, sitting behind players, watching what he's doing, able to come in, do his thing. He did good for a while, but then he'd get hurt. Yeah. And then another quarterback would come in, do better, so he had to sit again. Um, but I was re- trying to refrain as much as I could to say this, but all these players that are getting all these big freaking contracts have been absolute trash. Yeah. Every single one of them. And it's driving me nuts. Like, just because you got the money doesn't mean you get to quit playing football. It's got to be a concern when they're looking at contracts, you know? Oh, freaking drives me nuts. And the biggest one was TJ Hawkinson. You're paid the highest player at the position. You're getting paid more than Travis Kelsey, a two-time Super Bowl champion, and you cannot <laughs> catch a fucking ball. Oh, sorry. A ball. And drives me nuts. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. But, man. And this game, the reason why I I brought up in this game, because Daniel Jones should not be paid as high as he's paid. Yeah, I was surprised Ah. when they did that contract. I did not expect it. I mean, I figured that they were going to re-sign him, but I didn't think it was going to be top dollar like that. It's ridiculous. But 
That's their issue. That's going to affect everybody else now, unfortunately. But they're stuck yep. with him. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a rough one. That's all I got. That's all I got there, too. We'll move on here. Right. We got the Cowboys Chargers. I guess I'll start with this one. Uh, yep. It's never good when your quarterback leads the team in rushing. I've stated this a few times this week. Unless Yay, they're the Ravens. Uh, <laughs> I didn't expect to say that for a long time for the Cowboys because Dak Prescott hasn't been much for rushing. I do actually want him to move the ball more with his feet. He's been very cautious since his ankle injury with running. But I think that adds another layer to his game that was missing. Uh, so it was nice to see his touchdown run that he had. I don't want to see him do that all the time. Uh, I feel, honestly, this was probably the most complete game from the offense and defense playing together at the same time than we've had all season. Uh, I don't think it was, you know, either side playing the best they've played, but it's the best they've played at the same time, if that makes sense. It does. In my head, it they does. They played a team game. <laughs> yeah, a, a solid team game instead of, yeah. well, the past, past few games, um, not well, not the past game, prior games, the defense has kind of carried the offense Right. Uh, but this one, I, I felt pretty good about this one after the game. Uh, they need to address some of the penalties. They had a lot of penalties. I think this game, I think the Cowboys had 11 accepted penalties. Is there a stat that Ooh. would say that? Yeah, sure. 11 right. for 85. 11 for 85. So there was 20 total accepted penalties. In this yeah, game, a lot. That is kind of crazy, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know what the average is, but I just feel like there was way more than normal while I was watching it. Uh, slowing down Eckler was my biggest concern going into the game, just the way the run game has been against them lately. Yeah. Uh, they were able to do that, and I mean, for the most part, they kept Herbert in reasonable check, too. Uh, with two touchdowns, they had the interception at the end of the game that no one's going to talk about because it's Herbert. It'll be blamed on Kellen Moore. Instead, I don't know. That was, a, you know, it was a, a decent read, I think. Uh, but I think... Uh, Gilmore just had the jump on it and, and made a really good play on it. Yeah, he he's one of the best in the league. Um, that's why he was very sought after for a lot of teams. Um, made the play that the big players need to play make and sealed the deal for the Cowboys. Um, their defense is one of the best in the league, in my opinion. This offense looked really well, really good. 
Um, but like you said, usually you don't want your quarterback running more. I mean, has the most yards. But the plays that he did run, they looked smooth. He looked good moving. He looked good in the pocket. He was able to feel the pressure, get going, moving. Uh, he did get sacked five times, but it didn't phase him. He didn't throw any interceptions. C.D. Lamb, very good. I don't care what these analytics say on all these sporting things saying Lamb is in the top tier wide receiver, blah, blah, blah. Absolute nonsense. I can't remember who said it. I'll have to look that up again, but absolute nonsense. I think it was Richard Sherman, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yep. That's who it was. Nonsense. Um, they showed up, did what they had to do to win the game. Scary team when they're clicking. I hate to say it like you know. Uh, but like I said earlier, I like doing this podcast because it's opening my eyes to actually look at teams that I don't like looking at. <laughs> and this team could be very scary when it comes time to the playoffs. Other side, Keenan Allen is really good. I was trying yeah. to think of a different way to say it, but that's all I got. My brain Me just too. went blank. Uh, with Mike Williams being hurt, he's gonna—he's the offense that's gonna have to push through to get, make this team win. Like you said, they shut down Eckler. He's usually a guy that does both and puts up a hundred yards. And he didn't hit a hundred yards both combined. Don't see that very often. It just proves the point of how good this defense can actually be. And I am curious to see if this team can put a team game together again. Because if they do that, then see, it's going to be a scary division all around there. They have a lot of talented teams. And I think they'll be one of the top ones going into the playoffs if they can do that. I hope that's the case. Mm-hmm. I, uh, they got a, a bye week coming up here, so it's going to be nice to, you know, get some rest and get some health back. They got a lot of injuries that have been going through the team, just like everybody else. Um, it's just, this one affects me a little bit more since it's the one that I cheer for. Um, oddly enough, this game and last game were the first game in quite a while that they actually had their five projected starters on offensive line playing at the same time. Which is crazy because they have one of the best offenses of line when they're healthy, but they only put up 96 rushing yards. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been a couple (laughs) years now since they, in my mind, should be considered a, you know, top O-line because of injuries. And, I mean, when once uh, Frederick retired, Everything just kind of went downhill. Yeah. It 
pretty much been since what when McCarthy took over that Lion has slowly just regressed because of injuries and and not retaining players that probably should have been. But good to see. Uh, hope hopefully they can continue uh, get the team team game going. Um, both sides of the ball play well, and we can see what happens. It's always fun when all the teams play the best of their ability. Yeah. I agree. Even though you know I hate to say it. <laughs> I just I had to bring back up the fact that, you know, Dak was the leading rusher. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> so crazy. It all week, or, I mean, quite a few games this week where the quarterback is the leading rusher. And, I mean, he was there, too. It's, I'm not going to give him a pass. That's pretty sad if Pollard can't, you know, get 50 yards. <laughs> right. Alrighty. Next thing. Offense and defensive player of the week. Uh, my offensive player is going to shock you. Uh, I'm going with Dak Prescott. Oh. Uh, he controlled the game very well, in my opinion. Uh, yes, he got sacked, but he likes to throw interceptions. Not all of them are his fault, but they do land on him. And he didn't do that last night. Um, led the team in rushing. Don't see that very often. He even had a rushing touchdown. And made the team win against a good Chargers team. And clearly they have good defense. If you can get to them five times and sack them. Uh, yeah, that's my offense player this week. I can see that. He wasn't on my list, but, I mean, your reasonings make sense. I uh, I can appreciate that. It killed me, but I had to do it. <laughs> yeah, it'll hurt for days, I promise. You're, you're becoming a Cowboys <laughs> fan. That's the start of it. Uh, <laughs> my, Don't get your hope. <laughs> Don't crush him. It'll hurt deep. My offensive star is going to be Mostert. Uh, 150, yeah. 115 yards rushing, two touchdowns, uh, three receptions, 17 yards, and a touchdown in the passing game. It, I don't know. I, I might as well just have my offensive, you know, which Dolphins players player? into my offense. Yeah. Yeah. Player plug-in. My Dolphins <laughs> star of the week. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That team is so explosive, and you could literally you could have picked Hill. We could have picked just anyone on that team. They, it's gonna be one or the other that are gonna be lighting it up. Yeah, the other one that you I'll, could even put, you could even put Tua in there. <laughs> could have. My other one was gonna actually be Etienne. Uh, I was going yeah. back and forth just because of the how much the offense runs through him, and you can just see it. Even the plays that he's not involved in. I guess the attention that the defense has to give him. Yeah, he is my second on the list. But, but I ended up having to go with Monster. Good pick. Defensive player of the week. Who do you got? I have Jordan Hicks. Interception and a fumble return for a touchdown. I like that. Uh, uh, I mean, he... He was a huge factor in that that win. I'm staying on the same team. 
but I'm going with Daniel Hunter. Sure. He caused a lot, of, a lot of ruckus. Yes, I know the Bears' defense isn't very good. Two sacks. It's just crazy that he has half our sacks of the year. And the pressure he kept putting on him led the team to be able to swarm around and suffocate him, and that was able to cause the turnovers we got. So that's who I went with. That makes sense as well. I like my picks a little bit better, but that's okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, who is your offense to watch? So my offense for this week to watch is going to be the Eagles. They're going to have to put up some points in this game. Yeah. If they're going to want to compete in this one. Otherwise, they could have two losses in a row. Very possible. Yeah, it definitely is. I like that pick. Um, I'm going with the Vikings. Okay. Uh, we're losing JJ, but we are playing the 49ers, which in my opinion and your opinion is the best team in the league. One of the best defenses in the league. So if they have any chance of winning, their offense is going to have to blow up. And without JJ there, that's the only way we're going to win is our offense is going to have to put up a big number, I think. Yeah, I could see that. Um, it could be on the other side of the ball for them, too. It'll be interesting Yeah, with the injuries here and how that plays out. But My Defensively, I got the Eagles. Okay. Are they going to be able? Are they going to be able to slow down Tua? Are they going to be be able to slow down Moser? They have so many weapons that they're going to have to try to slow down. And like you said, are they going to lose two in a row? And that's a big one. Yeah, I I went back and forth on this one actually. There were three teams um, that I was going between for the defense. Uh, I ended up choosing the Lions. Just because in what I've noticed, they struggle against mobile quarterbacks. Yep. And if they want to have a chance, they're going to have to contain Lamar and make him throw. So yeah. I think Lions defense was the one I had to go with. The other two were actually <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Vikings was my second, and Eagles was my third. Good pick. Yeah. Well, the Lions do have the defense to do it. They have Hutchinson on the end, and then you have Anazoli as linebacker that should be able to contain them. Mm-hmm. They might, in my opinion, they should spy Lamar Jackson with Anazoli. I'm sure I'm killing that name, but that's how I'm going to say it. <laughs> and, yeah, I like that pick because yeah. he is their offense. So, Out of the games, like, this week, 
this is one of them that I have a very high interest in, is the Lions-Ravens game. It's going to be exciting. I, I think I think it's probably going to end up being a pretty good game, but only time will tell. Yes, it will. Alrighty. So, we'll go over our picks. Um, you went 12-3 and three last week. And that puts you 53 and 24. And I went 10 and 5 and put me at 46 and 31. So you're spreading the lead by quite a bit. A pretty good week for me. You're up seven now. (laughs) So there's that. So now we will go to our picks of the week. All right. So first game? Yeah. My computer acted all up. Hold on here. All righty. Jaguar Saints. I have the Jaguars. As do I. Okay. Their offense is too explosive, in my opinion. I agree, and their um, defense is pretty solid. So. Next game, Falcons-Buccaneers. I really want to go Falcons just off the running game, but I'm going to have to go with the Bucs. I think they'll bounce back and get this win. I was going to say pretty much the same exact thing, but with the Falcons. Okay. I think they'll bounce back and win. This game, uh, I think Robinson's gonna actually be able to exploit this defense a little bit, even though their linebackers are really good. But I think they'll be able to do it. Uh, Raiders and Bears. I have the Raiders. I have the Raiders. I don't. I just, it'd be cool if Bagant, Whatever his name is, I shouldn't have even, see, this is why I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> um, if he could come in and actually play very well, I could see him beating the Raiders. Because Hoyer isn't very good, but neither are the Bears. It'd be cool to see. I just don't see that, man. But I agree um, with that. I, with him getting first team reps, it'll be interesting to see if you know, that does happen, what what he does in this game. Um, but I just, I have no basis on that. I don't know any idea of how he's going to do, so I'm going to have to go with the Raiders just off of, off of what they have done. So, yep, I agree. Uh, Browns-Colts. I have the Browns this game. I think their defense will put too much pressure on Minshew and... Yeah, I have the Browns. If Richardson was playing and not out for probably the season, I think I'd go Colts here. Um, But unfortunately, I think most of the Colts games are going to be no longer in their favor. So I'm going to go Browns. Commanders, Giants. Um, This one was hard. I was popping back and forth. This is going to be a good game. Because um, they're in the same division, right? Yep. Yeah. 
So it, these games are always good. I if Tyrod Taylor is he playing? Uh, I would assume so. Okay, well then I'm switching my pick and I'm going with the Giants. Okay, let me. Because for some odd reason I didn't realize how long Jones was out. I was gonna go with the Commanders, but with I think Taylor should be able to beat the Commanders. But if it was Jones, I would have went with the Commanders. Yeah, I don't see anything yet. Um on that. So I am not sure. But I am gonna go commanders on this one. Okay. Uh Lions Ravens. I have the Lions. Ooh. I have the Ravens. I don't think they'll be able to contain Jackson, unless they do what I said, but I don't think they will because I'm not coach, and what I think usually doesn't happen. So, <laughs> uh, that's my point of view on that. Uh, Bills Patriots. I have the Bills. I have the Bills as well. Okay. Uh, Karn- yeah, that's why I didn't elaborate on that one. <laughs> uh, Cardinal Seahawks. I have the Seahawks. I think the Cardinals just aren't consistent and can't complete a game. Yep, I agree. They they're a half a football team. Uh, I got the Seahawks as well. Okay. Rams Steelers. I have the Rams with the new look Rams with the rookies and Cup. I think they'll steamroll the Steelers. I don't think it'll be close. And I agree. I got the Rams as well. I think I think it'll be a high-scoring game for the Rams. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers. I really wanted to go with the Chargers, but I just can't. And I really don't want to watch this game because I know what's going to happen. <laughs> and so I'm going to go with the Chiefs. So I think this is going to be a good game. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. I think the Chiefs will win, though. Uh, I just... The Chargers offense is, is pretty good. Um, the Chiefs defense gives up a lot of a lot of yards. They've really been pretty solid this year. But I'm going to have to go Chiefs. I think it'll be a close game, though. Good game. A good game. Yeah. Uh, Packers, Broncos. I'm going with the Packers. <laughs> I am going with the Packers on this one. I really want to go Broncos just because I don't trust Love. But <laughs> on that side of the ball, then I got Russell Wilson. I don't trust him either. So I guess we'll go Packers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. So this next game I have to bring up. I forgot to bring it up in the comments. The Eagles signed Julio Jones. They did. 
And I can't believe I didn't bring that up. I love Julio Jones. I hate that he went to the Eagles. Will he play this week? I don't know. But I don't like it. That's going to make that team even better, especially in the red zone. But with that being said, I got the Dolphins winning. I have the Dolphins winning as well. I was actually going to bring up that Julio signing in this game. I had it in my notes. Uh, I don't think he'll play this game just because he's just just signed. Um, I would I would be surprised if he touches the field. He's got the you know the career length to where he probably could, but I would be surprised. I just I don't think it'll happen. And I think the Dolphins are gonna put up a ton of points on this defense. Alrighty. Um the last game, the Vikings against the 49ers. I have the 49ers winning for seventeen to fourteen. Oh you got a close game. I do. You're gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I have the 49ers winning. Uh, my only note here is if CMC is out, it's going to help the Vikings, but just not that much. Uh, it's going to be 35 to 12. All right. Uh, is how long is Debo out? Um, I'm not sure. I, didn't, I couldn't find an actual time frame on him. Okay, because I was thinking with those two out, that's why I put it a close game. And with the 49ers winning, just because I don't see the Vikings winning that game. Prime time, and Kirk Cousins can't win in prime time, and we don't have JJ, so. Yeah, my thought was uh, that, I mean, that 49ers defense is probably going to be way too much for that offense without JJ. So Christian McCaffrey is expected one to two weeks. Uh, Debo is two weeks, depending on the MRI, possibly week seven, which that would be next, next week. week. That's weird, right? It says two weeks. But I suppose he didn't play much last week, did he? No. So that's probably why. All righty. Any other comments on any of that? Uh, just, you know, I hope that there are less penalties in the, some of the games <laughs> this coming week, but they call the ones that should be called. Yeah, that There's killed a lot of games. A lot of missed calls that should have been called, and there was a lot of calls that were kind of nitpicky. But really all I got. Alrighty. Well, this covers our recap and the predictions for week seven. We will be transitioning to other platforms for podcast hostings going forward. Apple, Google, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Thanks for listening. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out on episode comments or social media. Uh... Yeah, thanks for joining me, and have a good one. Yeah, and if you guys could, you know, leave a rating on Apple or Google. Uh, 
help support. 